Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we thank you. We thank you that your word is true. We thank you that your word is a blessing. We will never leave this place the same. In Jesus' name, say a big amen. amen. This morning, I want to speak to you about the effects of God's remembrance. Psalm 115 verse 12. The Lord has been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Praise the Lord. Please have your seat. Effect number one, when God remembers a man, is the blessing. What is it? When from Genesis to Revelation, we see God's remembrance in the lives of humanity. Adam was in the garden. God decided to put him there. When he fell and sin was you know, entered into the system, God had to redeem man, and that redemption is a blessing. That redemption is what? Is a blessing. Actually, when the Bible talks about the fact that he became poor, that we through his poverty might have abundance, that is the blessing. What is a poverty? The poverty is Jesus, who is God, reducing himself into the nature of man. That is the poverty. God becoming man. Are you here? So that you and I can assume his level of blessing or nature. That is, he became poor so that we that are men, who are poor in our humanity, will have divinity that is rich. Praise the Lord. So that poverty, that is the original position of that poverty that God became man, and man had the nature of God. Isn't it not beautiful? So, and it is so because God saw that man was lost, and God decided that I'm going to remember man, and I'm going to redeem man. So, he had to sacrifice himself to redeem man. He remembered man. The scripture we read says that the Lord has been mindful of us. Anytime God remembers a person, he blesses that person. The Lord has been mindful of us. And because of that, he will bless us. So as a whole church, when God remembers us, he blesses us. Foremost thing God does is to bless. He will not only bless us, he will bless our children. He will bless what? If you read down, let's do some more. Verse 13. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. <laughs> the Lord shall increase you more and more. You and your children. Praise the Lord. So he will bless them that fear him, both small and great. He will now, in the blessing, he will now increase us more and more. Not only us, but also our children. That's a blessing. So when God remembers a person, 
He blesses that person. He increases that person and blesses the generation of that person. Is it powerful? It's powerful. And God blessing generations of a man or a woman that he has remembered, it goes through the whole Bible. In Psalm 112, verse 1 to 3. Psalm 112, verse 1 to 3. Look at the Bible. It said, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared the Lord, that delighted greatly in his commandment. Verse 2. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. That man, his seed shall be mighty. His generation shall be blessed. So you can see clearly that when God blesses a man, he doesn't just bless the individual. He also extends the blessing to the seed of that person, to the generation of that person. And so I'm praying that today, God will remember you with a blessing. Come on now. I said the Lord will remember you with a blessing. I came, it's, it's a celebration service and there's blessing loaded in my mouth to pronounce. So I'm declaring that may the Lord remember you and your house. May the Lord remember you and your children. He said, your, their seed shall be mighty. May your seed not be mere. May they be mighty in the land. May your seed be blessed in the name of Jesus. When your children appear somewhere, they will not be bogus. They will not be surplus to requirement. They shall be the real taste of the moment. That amen is not strong. Don't, don't sit here like you give birth to the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about you and your children. I'm saying that your children shall not be found in a nightclub. Your children will not be found in prison houses. Your children will not be found in hotels. Your children will not be found in areas where they do drugs. They shall not be found in any corruption. They will not be rotten in the name of Jesus. May God remember you and your house. And may your seed be mighty in the land. May they not just be mighty. May they be blessed in the name of Not just your seed. May your generation be blessed. Your generation is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Please take your seed. Your generation shall be blessed. So that's the first effect. When God remembers a person. Number two. When God remembers a person, he forgives the person. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 25. Part of the blessing is a forgiveness. I think I've already addressed it, but let's just look at the scriptures. I, even I, I am he that blotted out thy transgressions for my own sake and will not remember thy sins. I will not remember thy sins. When I have blotted your transgression when I remembered you, but I'm not going to remember your sins. When God favors a man, when God remembers a man, one of the things that happens is that there is forgiveness of sin. What is it? Tell somebody that because God has decided to remember you for his own sake, your sins are also forgiven. All you need to do, tell them, all you need to do is accept that God has forgiven you. Now tell somebody, God is not interested in holding your sins against you. If he was interested... He will kill you. But the fact that he has not killed you is giving you a chance to return to him. So the forgiveness is already secured as a child of God. Tell them, tell them. Just receive it by faith. Just tap into the forgiveness and walk with the Lord thereafter. Prophesy to them like Jesus preached to the woman. Woman, go and sin no more. 
Because Jesus has remembered you. Don't go back to the sin again. Say, the forgiveness has been purchased for you. Oh, prophesy. Prophesy to the person. Say, don't go back to the filth. Don't go back to the gossip. Not to the backbiting. Not to the dishonor. The fornication and the adultery there. Don't go back there again. Don't become a nation wrecker. Family wrecker. Don't go back there again. Don't become a confusionist. Don't become an evil person. Because the Lord has remembered you. Stay with him. Because you have been forgiven. Is it powerful already? Give the Lord a big clap offering. <laughs> Jeremiah 31 verse 34. It says that, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for, for they shall all know me from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. You know, God says, he is going to bring you to a level. And that level, the real changing level is a sinner who is forgiving. That's a change of level. Because when a sinner is rising, he can rise as far as hell. That's the highest a sinner can go. As far as hell. You can't come out of hell. So when you are not forgiving... You can be wealthy on earth. You, you can be all that there is, but you are still in hell. Are you here? But when you are forgiven, you are outside hell. He says that at that point, you have the mind of God. You will not need anyone to teach you again. Look at the scripture again. He said, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbor. And every man his brother saying, know the Lord. For they shall all know me. They shall what? From the least of them unto the greatest of them, it is possible for everyone to know God when they are forgiven. When your sins are forgiven, it paves way for you to know God. But the natural man there cannot know God. And so, one of the things God does when he, he remembers people is to forgive them. The remembrance itself tells him that forgive this person. And that's why God I believe forgive Saul before he called Saul. When Saul was on his way to Damascus to destroy, he, he just met him. He said, why are you doing this? You know, he had, he had remembered that he was going to, he had decided I was going to use that guy before encountering him. I believe. The Bible says that the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth. So, the forgiveness was secured before we even tap into it. It was an arrangement. Jesus died before you were born. And for those who were there, when he physically died, he died. <laughs> he, he, when, the moment divinity made a decision that they were coming to rescue humanity, that was a death. So, what am I saying? Tap into the, into the redemptive work of Christ. That... God is not interested in you walking in sin. He's interested in you maximizing the benefits of redemption. So that you, you don't have to walk in sin again. And once you are clean, you are not dirty. 
And once you are clean and you have a mind that is clean, you keep walking clean. Is that also? Because sin will add to sin. And forgiveness will increase your ability to walk and relate with God. So when God remembers a man, he forgives because God knows that an unforgiving man will find it difficult to relate with him. Look at Adam. Immediately he sinned, he started hiding. So God forgives you so that he can come up like some of you now, when you were younger, you used to misbehave and you would come and tear the abuano. You can't come to the house because you had a radical mother like my mother who just cane you. You just give you food and send you into the room. Now go and bring my cup and then you should enter there. So you now, when you are coming, you know that, what the cup? You know, anybody who is indebted in sin cannot relate properly. So God forgives. He forgives. And it's a blessing. Why? Because it's remembered. Immediately God decided that he's going to use me. He had to forgive me to use me. It's like you need to fix the car to drive it. Are you here? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? Yeah. And how many of you like to go to the mechanic shop very often? When the car is fixed, you are praying that it will run and not be sending you to the mechanic shop. Time you are home, you mechanic. Time you are That car is not a correct car. So when God fixes you, be functional. Praise the Lord. But when God remembers you, he forgives. Number three, when God remembers a person, am I going? Are you sure I'm preaching? <laughs> when God remembers a person, it's beautiful. Yeah. One of the things that happens is that God, it, God ensures that he shows you goodness. That's number three. When God remembers a person, he shows that person goodness. Goodness is guaranteed. Effect of God's remembrance. Guarantee of God's goodness. That's the point. Guarantee of God's goodness. In Nehemiah 13, 31. Nehemiah 13, 31. Come on now. Let's read it together. One go. And for the wood offering, at times appointed, and for the first fruit, remember me, O my God for good. Remember me, oh my God for good. Remember me, oh my God for good. God should remember him for what? For what? I can't hear you. For what? Yes, when God remembers a person, goodness is guaranteed. And why am I saying it's guaranteed? Because it's also forever. The program is forever. Except you yourself want to distort the program. Because we have read that God will remember those who fear him. So when you decide that I don't want to serve God again, that's when you destroy the IMF program. I clean my mouth. It's like, but as long as <laughs> you, 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 you walk in it, program will be fine. Hey. So when God remembers a man, there is the guarantee of goodness. What is goodness? And I want you to see the goodness is a provision for a lasting life. Provision for a sustainable life. This is what is called durable solution. That is, God has decided that he himself has become your supplier. 
supplier of everything you need, you know, in, in godliness, he's giving it to you. He's just giving it to you. You see that everything the blessing has to offer in materiality is what is called goodness. What is goodness? Everything the blessing has to offer in material terms is called goodness. So, material terms, house is goodness. Material terms, husband is goodness. Wife is goodness. Are you here? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? <laughs> you know, um, did I say car? Car is goodness. Okay. Land, goodness. You know, education is goodness. Promotion. When you are working, you are seeing promotion. is goodness. Money is goodness. Contract, new contract is goodness. Praise the Lord. Come on now. Are you sure you are here? Goodness shows up in material terms. So when you have dress to wear, you have food to eat, that's the goodness of the Lord. So when God remembers a person, it is impossible for God to remember a person and that person doesn't have material supplies. God remembered Elijah by the brook chariot. He sent birds to feed him. Guy was surrounding, he was in one cave like that. He went there and put food there for him. Cake, eat, drink. The journey is long. Once God remembers you, goodness will be on ground. Israelites are moving from Egypt to the promised land. God remembers them because they don't have food. And then he drops manna onto them. He remembers them. He gives them water from the rock. Are you here at all? I'm just saying that when God remembers, and I believe strongly that I'm preaching this message God gave me because God has decided that in this November, December, going to January 2023, he's remembering you and your goodness is guaranteed. Goodness is guaranteed. You have to come to that level where you know that God can change anybody's condition. Healing is goodness. Yes. The Bible says that healing is the bread of his children. Daily bread is God's goodness. So nobody who is sick here is going to cross 2022 with that same sickness. No way. So that you are somewhere where everybody is breaking down and you are not breaking down. It's a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing. So in this November, December, I am praying that your goodness will be guaranteed. And goodness, sometimes it's just pregnancy. That is a goodness. Yeah. One sister became pregnant. The doctor said, um, when this child was born, the doctor said that, I don't know how you gave birth to this child. Because your husband doesn't have sperm, you don't have egg. I don't know how. That's God's goodness at work. That's God has vowed that I'll give you children. Praise the Lord. It's the goodness of the When they did DNA, it's the man's son. The son of his father. <laughs> hey. <laughs> because the, the husband's mother, Crampo, was confused. Are you sure this child, your wife? <laughs> hey, your wife, this <laughs> anymore. They did the DNA. It was in the interest of the woman. So it's the woman who called for the DNA to be done. Everything was clear. Then the man said, miracle has happened. 
And then Yamiya says, "Nay, Papa, need any." But that's a guarantee of God's goodness. So now the goodness will even come in a controversy. You know, like what I'm telling you right now about when God has vowed that he's going to remember you, he will show you the goodness. I'm praying that this November, December, you will not go empty-handed in Jesus' name. It's not possible. When they were leaving Egypt to the promised land, God said that you shall not go empty-handed. You shall not go empty-handed. And he gave them gold. He gave them clothing. He gave them all manner of precious things from their slave masters so that they left Egypt full of blessings, full of the goodness of the Lord. You are living November into December and you will see the guarantee of goodness in your life. That amen is not born again at all. Psalm 25 verse 7, he says that, Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgression, according to thy mercy. Remember thou me for thy goodness sake. Yes, remember me for your goodness sake. That because you, God, you are good, remember me. Yeah, not because just you are a savior. You are good. And when a good God remembers you for his goodness sake, then he has to make sure that there's some goodness on the table for you. If you are here, say, that's my portion. Number four, when God remembers a man, he rescues that person from danger. Deliverance from danger. When God remembers you, no way you will come out of that danger. In Genesis 19.29, Genesis 19.29, look at it. It says that, and it came to pass, when God destroyed the cities in the plain, that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow, when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt. So, God remembered Abraham and saw that, his cousin, his nephew or niece or whatever, his relative is, in, is close to Sodom and Gomorrah where fire was about to consume the whole city. So God remembered Abraham and delivered Lot. When God remembers a person, he delivers that person. And the deliverance for that person is extended to the, the seed and the relations of that person. So God remembered Abraham and delivered Lot because Lot went with Abraham. It was his relative. That's how God will remember you and your children can never... You see, danger, eh? the Bible says man born of a woman. His days are few, full of adversity, but God delivers him from them all. There is deliverance out of adversity. Deliverance out of danger. Are you here? That's why I'm not expecting that what would destroy unbelievers in a place will be the same thing that will destroy you. No way. God will make a way for you and you'll be delivered because in the destruction, God will remember you. Shout a louder, amen. A few weeks ago, there was a lady who was pregnant and then the baby, baby died in the womb in another city. So she, she called me and uh, I was even making fun, you know, of the lady. I asked the lady, how many children do you have? She said, three. And I said, then you can afford to lose one then in the womb. I was just making fun. Why? Because I have a history with the lady. She married for like 10 years, no child. We prayed, 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 and then she started giving birth. So I wanted her to focus on the surgery that they were going to do to bring out a child. 
So she, you know, when she called, she was so down depressed. So when I said that, she started laughing. Say, ah, so for Francis, bah. you can say things. So I said, yeah, I can say things because we know the beginning. Today, you have become greedy. <laughs> so, and then we prayed. That night, I couldn't sleep. They were going to do it the following day, the surgery. Prayed, 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 prayed. It was a strong battle. I knew that devil wants to kill this lady. Look, the following day, they took the lady into surgery, 9 a.m. They finished the surgery after 6 p.m. The lady went into shock. The lady died. One of the nurses in the room, I know, I know, I knew a lot of the people who were doing the surgery. They came out and said, Pastor, she's gone. I said, no. The battle was done in the night before, and she didn't die. It was a tough battle, but she didn't die. See, they were intubating her. They were trying to resuscitate. They did whatever, blah, blah. They closed her up, blah, 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 blah. Long and short, she came out. She didn't die. Why? Because God remembered her. God decided to deliver her out of what? Danger. Now, because it was for her survival, they were just, they were just closing her blah, 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 to try to say blah, blah, blah. So, um, I think they left some things inside. So, they had to go back there after four days. When they opened it, some things were smelling. When they took then they found bigger problems there. That, that surgery was even longer I'm talking about in the past one, two weeks than the earlier one. And they thought she would die. She didn't die. When they were taking her, I remember when they said she should go and do the scan. The hospital took her. They, they've done well. You know, this is one of the times that we have to clap for medical people and hospitals when they do well. <laughs> yeah. They took the surgery on. Yeah. Professor came and said, he now will do it. Stood there. Hours. 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 Longer than the one before. In a, in a space of four or five days. Brought, they did everything they had to do. And by the grace of God. She did. She doesn't know what happened. But she's alive. That kind of person who has gone to hell and come back is God. Are you here now? Is what? It's God. Because God decided to remember her. When God remembers you, you are not going anywhere. You will die, you will still come back. Yeah? The next, when she came back, the next John called me, daddy. Because I used to father the next. She, she's back. She said, I've seen a dead person come alive. <laughs> I said, that's it. That's God at work. But me, I'm just... Okay, why? Because the night we had spent a lot of the time praying. And the battle was tough, but God said, I will deliver her. And no matter what happened, God found a way to deliver her. Some of the details I can't give you. I'm just telling you that it is God who can open the graves of people and bring them out of the grave. And I'm declaring upon you that because God has remembered you and your house, no evil shall overwhelm you in Jesus' name. No matter the evil that will come your way, the Lord will make a way of escape for you. You will not die before your time. 
Your children will not be destroyed. May the Lord deliver you in the name of Jesus. Shout a louder, Amen. Praise the Lord. Someone say deliverance from, from, from the powers of darkness. So when God remembers a person, just delivers the person. Please take your seat. Nice. Sometimes you hear a person was telling me, I'm Robert's went to they are robbed the house. They robbed the first house. They robbed the second house. When they go to a house, they jump to the next house. They rob the next house. Rob, 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 rob. One lady came to this church for a brief moment. And uh, when she was here, she gave her life to Christ, started praying. Three months after, fire gutted, you know, her, her road, the houses there. The fire just bent here bent here, got to a house, the fire jumped to the next house, started burning and going. She was in the middle. She became the island. It does not mean the people in those houses are evil people. It just means that God decided to remember her. So when God remembers, he delivers you from evil. Delivers you. He delivers you. And you have to know that no matter what happens, because I am in the hands of God, I will not be destroyed. One of the reasons why people cannot make future plans is that they're always thinking I'm dying. Something bad is going to happen. Nothing bad is going to happen. That house you want to build, go and build. You will not die. Are you here at all? God has remembered you and it's going to be well with you. Shout, it's going to be well with me. I didn't hear you at all. Shout, shout, it's going to be well with me. Yeah, that's when God remembers a person. The witches can tell you we are coming to eat the baby in your womb. When God doesn't allow it, it's not going to happen. So God, when he remembers a person, there is what? Deliverance from danger. I love it very much. Praise the Lord. You will see deliverance this year in Jesus' name. That amen should be louder than it is. Now, one of the things God uses as a key, 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 key to tapping into this, you know, and activating it is praise and adoration. Praise and what? I can't hear you. Praise and what? Psalm 22, verse 27. Psalm 22, verse 27. Look at it. Psalm 22. He said, all the ends of the, of the world shall remember and turn unto the Lord. And all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before thee. So, one of the things that provokes remembrance is the worship of the nations. The worship of the nations. It provokes remembrance. And when that remembrance is provoked, then God decides to bless. He forgives. Praise the Lord. He, he now delivers people from, from danger and all of that. But one of the things you do to provoke that kind of atmosphere is to ensure that you are very deep in your praise, praising God regardless of what has happened. Thanking him regardless of what has happened. Because when you are in a bad situation, he says he has remembered you. He has remembered you. In a good situation, if he says he's remembered you, he's remembered you. There is no situation that should be that it makes you just go in. He says that in Everything, First Thessalonians 5, 18. In everything, give thanks. Do what? Did he say in some things? 
In everything, give thanks. Why? For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So when something very bad comes your way, still thank the Lord. Thank the Lord that you are even alive to see that bad thing. Because God will still be in charge of that thing. Because he has decided to remember you. Even if it is bad, there's a way of escape. And when you praise God, you see the way of escape. When people are morose, when people are depressed, they don't see well. If you like, look at a typical psychotic patient. It doesn't see well. They can see blue and think it's green. They have color issues. Because the brain is not calculating well. They, they can look at you like that. Is this? Who is this? Is, the brain is not capturing the picture well. Are you here at all? I'm telling you, but it is impossible to be happy to miss a picture. It's impossible to be happy, to be thanking God, to miss a picture. You will capture the picture you need to capture. When you are happy, tell somebody you are going to capture something. So one of the things you do is you always be thanking God. Thank God. I know some of the things will me mirror your emotions, but still find a way to thank God. Find a way. Look, this world, it doesn't belong to us. Oh. It belongs to God. And God has it under control. That's one thing you have to know. Your faith, it's, the harder the thing comes, the stronger or the greater your praise must rise. God, I am praising you because this one, it is beyond my ability. I'm thanking you that somebody is there orchestrating it. And because of that, I'm in this trouble. But send an angel there to reorchestrate it. I thank you that you have turned it around. And I'm going to give you praise. Are you here at all? Give the Lord a big clap offering here. And boom. Is it powerful? So when you thank God in advance, that's what you are doing. You are appreciating him for what he has not already given into your hands physically. But he knows that he has to do it. Praise the Lord. Thanksgiving is one of those things that makes God, wow. When Noah sent the sacrifice, the Bible says that God remembered Noah. You know, there is that connection between the thanksgiving and the remembrance. And when the remembrance is on ground, that is when now the blessing comes. That's when now the deliverance comes and all of that. You should be somebody who is always happy. Even when people are trying to, you know, not happy, always a joy with the Lord. Because as for your happiness, there is a happenings. But you, you, Paul said, I know the one in whom I have believed. I know the one in whom I have believed. Don't allow any situation to crash you beyond your, your horizon. Why? Because you are a child of God. Why? Because greater is he that is in you. Why? Because God is with you. Why? Because God is on your side. Why? Because God has not abandoned you. He has not left you. He's not, he said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews chapter 13. Verse 5 and 6, look at the scripture. Very nice scripture and powerful scripture. It says that, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake thee. I like the next verse. The next verse says, so that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Whose testimony is that? The Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man, if you like, put the devil there. I will not fear what 
devil shall do unto me. Why? Because the Lord is my helper. And so you wake up and you thank the Lord. Father, I thank you that there is depreciation of the city. I thank you that there is inflation. I thank you that the money I thought I could use to build a house, the money has become a quarter in purchasing power. But thank you that you are my supplier. Remember me in this situation. And by the time you know, he will guarantee his goodness in your life. Because if you thank him in advance, he will fill your tank in advance. I'm feeling it. Tell somebody, thank him in advance. Let him fill your tank in advance. Come on now, tell somebody, tell somebody, if you are in my church, you cannot be cool. Tell somebody, thank him in advance. He will fill your tank in advance. You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244 177 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus Bethany Ministries.